Thanks for listening to the Roman Circus Podcast, a weekly dive into death-defying discussions of Catholic culture, tradition, and history. I'm Matt Baker, and with me, as always, is how to talk to your racist uncle about Zach Mabry at Thanksgiving, Zach Mabry. Zach, how are you, my friend? I'm thankful, Matt. I'm so thankful. So thankful. You went to Arkansas for Thanksgiving. I did. did. Did that go great? It did. It was great. I got to see everybody, um, all but one of the cousins made it. So it was was a very nice time had by all. How many is all of the cousins? What did you do for Thanksgiving, Matt? Oh, all except one. There's actually six of us. Okay, I thought you were going to be like, there's two. Um, yeah. No, I mean, in, in true Protestant fashion, there there are only six but um, that were there. <laughs> so there were seven total. Um, but, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, before we get to the, what I did for Thanksgiving, tweet us at Roman Circus Pod. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. Zach is at Zach Mabry, Z-A-C Mabry. Email us, podcast at romancircusblog.com. We should change that one of these days. We're on Patreon at patreon.com slash Roman Circus Pod. Uh, what else? You can find us anywhere. Rate and review us on iTunes. Matt's uh, on Catholic Match. I'm on Catholic Bumble. Yeah, and Black People Meet. <laughs> yeah. Um, Zach, big news around the Baker family. What's uh, up? What's happening? Tell me. I have a nephew now. My brother and his wife had a kid yesterday. S- little little Samuel, Sammy, Sammy Baker is uh, in the house. He's adorable, and we love him, and he's great. Sammy Samuel Baker. Mm-hmm. Nice. It uh. So he's like uh, OU's last two uh, Heisman win- or two of OU's Heisman winners. Is he? Sam Bradford. Oh, Sam Baker Bradford. Mayfield? That's right. Sam Bradford. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his nick his middle name is uh Kyler and what's the other guy? The crazy one who keeps yelling boomer. Oh Billy From Sims. The, Billy we Sims. Have, we have way more than that, but yeah, those are that's four of them. I guess that, I'm not you, a fan anymore, so I'm gonna quit bragging about it. Okay, fair enough. Um so when I w- we had Thanksgiving at my brother and his wife's house, just in case something was going down. And I tweeted before that the kid was a few days after his due date, so I was going to go over there, give him a motivational speech, and shake him out. And, uh, you know, I may have done one of those things, may not have done another one of those things, but sure enough, he came out, Zach. It was uh, 2.16 local time yesterday. Wow, 2.16... 216 on uh, November 29th. That's a really important time to be born. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. It's the most important yeah, it's when, time. It's when Sam Baker was born. Mm-hmm. He shares a birthday with C.S. Lewis and Black Panther Chadwick Boseman. So there's that. Wait, what? That, what? He shares what a birthday it? with C.S. Lewis and Chadwick Boseman. Oh, nice. And Jerry Wait, the King friends? Lawler. Huh? Did they know each other? Uh, you know, I would I would like to think they did. I feel like C.S. Lewis probably died before Chadwick Boseman was born, but you know, I can't confirm that. But yeah, so that was great. That's what we all were kind of looking forward to, and 
that's kind of what Thanksgiving was centered around, but that worked out perfectly fine. So I am over at his house now watching the dogs while they're in the hospital. So if you hear me say anything like, hey, get down from there or hey, stop that, I'm talking to dogs. So dogs are babies, dogs are babies. So <laughs> does your uh, does your brother and sister-in-law, do they have dogs? Two dogs. So do they view this child as like, you know, the dogs are like one and two and then this is their third baby or? I don't want to ask because the answer to that obviously is should be no. Uh, and you just don't want to take a chance that it is? Yeah, I don't That they're to. like, yes, we are proud parents of three. Yeah, someone, uh, my sister-in-law did say something about, called me uncle matt to the dogs and i i pulled a uh i pulled a janet on the good place and just said not an uncle do you watch the good place i've i've watched part of it and i couldn't get into it but i was told by um by best friends of the show kyle and carrie helmick that i need to give it another shot and make it all the way through the first season before i judge i think you should okay yeah um, but that's that you had a, you had a little fella enter your life too. Yes. So my, uh, my first godchild, John Benedict McClellan, who we call Johnny, um, he can't be called JB because mm-hmm. those are his sister's initials. Um, uh, so they do have the same initials, which is cool. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I uh, was born on November the 19th, so he's 1-1-19, and I was born on one nineteen, so that's cool. Um, okay, that works, that works. Like, I was one nineteen nineteen ninety, and he was one one nineteen twenty nineteen. 2019 so it's like... So, this if, is the if son If I was, like, of, really into numbers, I'd be just freaking out. This is, um, this is the son of famous Muslim comedian Jeremy McClellan, right? Yes. Well, yeah, so son of Stephanie McClellan, and um, as far as we know, I'm just kidding. Yeah, son yeah. of Jeremy and Stephanie McClellan. Um, I got to FaceTime with him, and um, his mom was in a great mood. She's very sweet, Stephanie. And then his little sister, there's a video of, of sorry, his big sister. There's a video of her, like, with the grandparents practicing for the birth of uh, of Johnny. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, a stroller with one of her babies in it, and she's, like, showing it a book. And so she's very ready to be a big sister. It's very uh, precious. So That's please pray for my godson, um, Johnny. Great, Sammy and, and Johnny. The, yes, and the baptism is actually going to be on my birthday, which is really cool. Um, nice. So I won't ever forget the anniversary of it because it's also the anniversary of when I got born. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, what a coincidence! Yeah, it's your thirtieth. Your thirtieth birthday. Am I allowed yes. to say that? Are we allowed to r- remind the people? Yes, I'll be turning 30, which is going to mean 30 is cool now. Mm-hmm. It's so in. It's in. It's hot so this year. In. Yeah, it's, 30 it's, is the new 22. Yeah, 30 is. Or for our Jeffrey Epstein fans, 30 is the new 14. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> they, uh, they, you need to keep those things on the Patreon podcast. Yeah, true. That so. needs to be only on our <laughs> paywall podcast. Sorry, everybody. Um. Yeah, uh I totally lost what I was going to say because of that. Godchildren. Or you, you're the godfather of, of Sam, Sam Baker, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm the godfather. Uh, that is going to... That baptism this makes is, 
we with with uh with Sam and then Johnny, we're you and I we're now kind of a non traditional family, you know? Yeah, right, right. We're very we're we're uh you know, but it's getting accepted more. It's it's what we call the podcast family, Zach. Yeah. The I don't think family. did you see a uh did you see the tweet that I responded to that it was like um if you're in a relationship, how did you meet your current partner? Yeah, yeah, I saw and I that. said we we met at mini golf, and then two years later we started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was good. But it, then other people were making it gross and making it about love. Um, no, we don't. That's what we're, we're not against. We're we're against gross. We don't like gross on this podcast, right? No, yeah. So you had Kevin Lauren making it about you know how they met and fell in love, and now they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, gross. It's like not a, gross. Yeah, we're not like, fans save of that, that for other things. This was about more important stuff like you know podcasting this is just jokes for the boys is what it is right right um yeah uh sammy's baptism is december 19th i had to i had to put that in my phone because i i kept saying hey when's the baptism way too much for as much as the godfather should say so yes i hate to brag but my godson will be a little saint before your godson will. Oh, well, you know, I'm not not jealous, but and mm-hmm. then you have your uh, your older godson, your very large godson. Mm-hmm. My very my very large 34 year old godson. But that's uh yeah, so that was good Thanksgiving. It was it was great. Great Thanksgiving. I if I'm being honest, Thanksgiving, I don't rate that as one of my top holidays. Hey, Coda, go sit down. The dog is uh, licking my hand here. Coda? Uh, Coda. K-O-D-A. Oh, I was like, is this like a music thing? Yeah. It's, uh, Thanksgiving isn't like my top holiday, so I'm not really too worried about things distracting from that, especially if they're nephews, so that's fine. Right. Right. So what's, what are, what are things that you're thankful for this year? Just, you know, uh, you know, Joe Biden, Mayor Pete's high hope dance, all the, all the, yeah, I was thinking with Mayor Pete that it's, I think the way that we got Mayor Pete was that, uh, he read that article by Ross Dowdett that said, you know, we miss the wasps. And then he's like, my people want me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I must, I must fill this void left by George W H W Bush. <laughs> I know. I'm like, wow. They, they somehow found the widest person in, in the world to run for president I know. Uh, against Donald Trump. And the fact like, for some reason, the fact that he's gay makes him seem whiter. It doesn't make him seem like more, you know, like he checks more boxes for him, especially. It just makes him seem even more white than he actually. Well, right. Like, well, because it's one of those things where, like, okay, it's not the '90s anymore, guys. Like everybody's gay. Like, <laughs> so it's very boring, you know. And it's like people are like are like, oh, this would be the first, you know, gay president. Yeah. Um, like, but then well, they're like, well, like everyone says Abe Lincoln was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I mean, I don't believe that but no it was just funny because right no somehow it makes him more uh it, it's yeah. like he, he seems 
at like it's somehow on like on it, when it comes to intersectionality, it's like it it's like somehow moves him up the ladder that he's also gay. Like moves um, him back they, back towards not being anything. Right, like he's actually somehow like being being like a a rich like straight white man or gay white man is like better than like it, it like puts you above that. Like he seems more privileged for some reason. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's uh, um, that's how I feel. And he, there's always like I don't know. You know, you know how he does well, things. Well, there's the conspiracy theories that he, that he's not. Um mm. but that that like he figured out politically it would it it was like the right moment when he was, you know, when he was running for mayor and needed those 8,000 votes that he got to become mayor. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but and then the other there that's theory 1 and then the other theory and these they, they're not exclusive. They could both be true or just one of them could be true or they could both be false is of course that he's a CIA plant. Right. Just to say that again, they both could be true. One could be true, or both could be false. Right. Yeah. 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 There, there's no. Um, there's no dependent. It's a. I'm trying to think. Isn't there like a term for, for what this, what it would mean? They. But yeah. Anyway. So yeah, Mayor Mayor Pete, do the dance. Yeah, that's what I'm thankful for this year. I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for family i'm thankful for god i'm really thankful for god um oh yeah trying, i love him I, I love him big fan he's big uh, he's, he's, he's had a really good year he's, he's had a great god, yeah. god's an example of someone who's been doing great work and is getting recognized more and more yeah <laughs> right <laughs> oh, i love it um yeah so I, what are you thankful for this year uh, so i'm thankful for this podcast oh wow I know, and all of our listeners and patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. Uh, let's see. We've actually beginning of this year, Zach. We had no patrons, and now we have some. So we've actually like really gone on a hot streak of like multiple X, hundreds and hundreds of percents more than we started at the beginning of this year. What like we didn't even have a Patreon account to begin the year and now we do and we've so we've just we've skyrocketed we've really gone from zero to like a you know a sum it's really worked out great right zero to one you know yeah yeah a lot of people have said since we've sold out the content's gotten a lot better um that's what's been good that but that's that's capitalism at its best right everyone sells out and the products get cheaper and better right and sure. we suck. We, we are soul sucking and soul crushing, and uh, you know everything else is. So we're just fitting right in. Right. We were just sitting there, and we were like, "How much can you really make on Patreon?" Ha ha. And then we saw how much some people were making on Patreon, <laughs> and we were like, "Set us up one of those." Yeah. <laughs> um. Get me some of that. Let's see. I'm thankful for um, my job getting to be an accountant for all sorts of cool people Mm -hmm. and um i'm thankful to not have the last job that i had Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. i'm thankful for my friends um and i'm thankful for my haters because they motivate me every day to uh Mm -hmm. to um keep going you know to keep dabbing on them Dabbing on so those haters. So this is me dabbing what? all you haters. Mm-hmm. Is there any? I don't news actually know that have? I have any. 
active haters right now, but you know, just mm-hmm. in case. I think I have plenty de- of like lapsed haters. <laughs> they de- they deactivated for Advent. Like they they're um, culturally they they're culturally haters, but they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they're not really practicing anymore. But if if, like, right. if they had to, if they were, if they had to check a box, like <laughs> they're like they're like. Uh, Oh, I grew up a Zach hater, so I can speak on this. And you're like, well, you haven't practiced Zach hate for a while. Why are you coming out now around it? And they're like, well, I grew up, so I kind of know what goes on. Right, and right. Yeah. They're, they're not anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah they're like, so I, actually yeah. Don't, I actually don't believe in Zach hate. It's actually kind of childish. Like, But, you know, I did grow up that way. So yeah. here, here are my thoughts on it. Yeah, it's because you know their parents. It, out of mm-hmm. respect for their parents who hate me, they, <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, um, is there news? I mean, there's got to be one thing I'm proud of, and it may just be that I I wasn't I was driving yesterday, but it, it it looks like there were not any Black Friday shopping deaths. This okay? If this is true, this would mean that there were more incidents at Frozen 2 viewings than there were Joker viewings and Black Friday combined, Zach. What does that well, tell it, you about the state of America? Things have really shifted. Um, yeah, I was going to say, now you have, instead of having these Black Friday shopping deaths, now it's actually the gender reveal party deaths. <laughs> right. We've, we've found a completely new, ridiculous, terrible way to be destructive. Yeah, yet to be... You know, just, I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, if I want to go out, I do want it to be something really dramatic, like trampled to death outside of Target or something. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I don't want to be like, he died peacefully in his sleep. Like, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. He died trying to get the 64-inch TV. Right. Or it's like he got murked for, like, borrowing money from a shady character. They, they, uh, I worked at Best Buy for one Black Friday. Not like just the one day, for a year and a half, but it went through one Black Friday. And the GM was like telling me all the insights and the secret info on Black Friday. And I was like, oh, this is very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Like you say, like, you know, they bring in product just for Black Friday and they don't, like a lot of, like he he claimed that Best Buy, at least our store, didn't make, actually lost money on Black Friday, but they had to do it just because everyone has to do it in order to keep up the customer base, which I guess I kind of believe, but I also don't believe that they would do that large of a scale thing without making money at all, like, you know? Well, no, I mean, and that's like, I, I don't, I've heard the opposite. I've heard that like, there aren't actually deals that like it seems like it but that at the yeah, end yeah. of the day but well that's the thing the deals the deals are they don't like the TVs that you want aren't marked down but they bring in other TVs that are less just for this oh. event right so like if you want if you want like a 70 inch Toshiba television they may not discount that, but they would bring in like a special Westinghouse 60 inch, 65 inch. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, there might be deals on things you actually want, but it's always those things like, 
like Amazon Prime Day is always just like the garbage that they have in their warehouses that they can't get rid of. Uh, right. My friends are like, oh my gosh, I got, you know, uh, uh, air filters made from recycled material. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, your apartment building would just replace those for free. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I did buy... The, the bad thing about being in a movie when you're a kid is like, I've just never had to wait in long lines. And so when I look at uh, like videos from these people at stores and they're lined out out the door, I'm like, I would rather die than wait in a four hour line for a TV or for, mm. you know, whatever. I guess is the new thing is Peloton. So there's this new thing that says, Hey husbands, get your big fat wife a Peloton <laughs> for Christmas. She'll <laughs> love it. <laughs> I know. It's, have you seen the commercial? Oh yeah. No, they're, Pelotons are made. They're like a cult, I think, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Because like when some, I didn't know what they were until this past summer, and someone was like, "Well, I have a Peloton," and I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> I was like, "Get your." I thought it was like. I really, honestly, thought it was one of those implant things that, like, if your heart gets out of beat, but like, um, then learning that it's this bike thing, and then, but the the Christmas commercial of this guy getting his wife a Peloton. Get your get your big fat wife a Peloton. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what, like it. It's so good. The thing is, I mean, okay, anyone listening, please don't buy your wife exercise equipment. Like, please, mm-hmm. because we, again, like we're Catholics, there is no divorce. So if when she leaves you, you're just you're just done. <laughs> yeah. What? But what if they? What if your wife asks for it? Like, it's a specifically. trap. Okay. Get the tra- Get her like a gift card to a store that has Pelotons, but also has non-workout and fitness-related things. Like yeah. if Sears has Pelotons. Like get her a gift card to the Peloton and ice cream Sunday shop. Yeah, like, like just- you'd probably be better just with cash over exercise equipment. At least yeah. that's my. If I if I know women, okay, and I actually probably don't, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, um, that, that happened. So I guess there weren't any deaths. Um, uh, looks like more of Kamala Harris's staff are quitting from her campaign. One of them quit to go to the Bloomberg campaign, which is like <laughs> the biggest oof, like the biggest bruh moment. Like you got to know at that point you're just done. Because if, you, if you're a senator and someone is leaving your campaign to go to a semi-serious going nowhere billionaires campaign right yeah well and it's it's like you know what i will say about kamala is she's been really important she's actually she helped me realize that actually police states can be bad Mm -hmm. um so that really that really moved me along in in my political journey yeah uh to see so I'm, i'm assuming that we'll get a concession announcement from her soon um unless she you know, just arrests Tulsi Gabbard. Um, oh yeah, she's she needs to somehow get her rev- like she's she's in it to get some blood out of Tulsi in some way. Then she can walk off, right? And this whole like they were like you, their slam on Tulsi was like you spent years going on Fox News, like you're going on Deep State TV, and be like, bros, if that's the best thing you got. You are, you're not only not going to make headway, you are going to get smashed by 
our president so hard. That's yeah. That's my take on all that. No, but she was she was the big oof. I'm I'm assuming that her she'll suspend her campaign. The big like, oof. Can we call Kamala Harris the big oof from now on? I mean, I'm trying to think if there's anyone, I mean, other than, like, it doesn't really make sense to call Joe Biden, like, anything. I'm trying to think if there's anyone besides Joe Biden that has voting, had more, more things where you're just like, this person can't be serious. Voting for Kamala Harris is like getting your big fat wife a Peloton for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. You can, like, be, you can, like, act like you're in that realm, but don't you do it. It's a trap. You're like, if people, if you want to like maintain in a group setting, like maintain relations, you can be like, oh yeah, Kamala seems interesting. I've seen commercials for her. Like you can just keep it very vague, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Vague. Very vague. I did like Maya Rudolph's, um, like portrayal of, of Kamala. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I've stayed away. When I do watch Saturday Night Live, I stay away specifically from the Trump stuff because I think it's so cringe and unfunny. Um, and it, but they did they did do good with like the Democratic stuff, right? It is it it is still a tragedy that we have like a president who should who should be so easy for comedians to just nail, mm-hmm. and they just like they can't let themselves actually do a good job at it because it would mean that somehow they've like taken him seriously enough to study his like mannerisms and, and that yeah. isn't woke. So they, they just have, mm-hmm. um, uh, which Baldwin is it? Alec Baldwin. Alec, they just have yeah. Alec Baldwin on there, like squinting and, and talking like he, and, you know, parodying somebody with mental disabilities. And it's, it's like, well, this could be funny, except it's not funny. Anyway, okay, so yeah, news. I'm trying to think if there's any other cool things that have been happening. I haven't really seen anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's just been Thanksgiving, you know, it's all about travel and it's all about sports. Um, you know, we, we, we're continuing to monitor Ruth Bader Ginsburg's health. And, uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, I saw, yeah. Did you see? Did you see Johnny Depp wants to produce a movie about Michael Jackson's life, told from the standpoint of Michael, from Michael Jackson's glove, like the glove that Michael Jackson would wear, the one white glove in this movie that Johnny Depp wants to produce. It would be the story of Michael Jackson's life as told by Michael Jackson's glove. Wow, it would be like. Do you think that Michael Jackson's glove is friends with uh, the Arby spokesperson, Oven Mitt? Oh, nice. I forgot about Oven Mitt. They'd have to kind of, I guess they bring in the same animation team. Mm-hmm. No, they. Th- I think it's going to be live action and it's going to, Johnny Depp's actually going to be the glove. Oh, man. Has it, he's, he's, he's been a pirate. He's been, um, he's been a man with scissors for hands. He's been... But has he ever been a glove? I don't think. Uh, no, I don't think so. It's like what? Wow! He, he he's reinventing himself yet again. Like what a a, new, a, he just yeah. 
keeps raising the bar. Just raising the bar on ridiculous things. Ridiculous things he'll get paid tens of millions of dollars to do. But yeah, so uh, if it's a slow news day, we can move on to talk about a little bit about Advent. Starts tomorrow, Zach. Yes, it starts tomorrow, which is, for anyone who doesn't have their calendar in front of them, the day after today. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, nice. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, so today is the Feast of St. Andrew. Traditionally, today is the day of the uh, the St. Andrew Novena, where you say it 15 times a day. Mm-hmm. Have you done it yet? Today? I did. I did it this okay, morning. I, I haven't done mine yet, so I have to do it as soon as we're done recording, because last year I made it two days. So this year I've got to make it at least three so I can say I'm making progress. Points on the board, you know? If you're... If you're listening to this and you didn't do it on the first day, I think you can retroactively do the first day. No. And okay. actually, oh, I don't know. The priest I asked about it said, they're like, here's the deal. Okay, if God's going to make some super special promise and make the rules for it very easy but specific, then, like, yeah, still say the prayers, but recognize that, like, I mean, you had one job. Mm-hmm. And, you know, try harder next time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's a sin to break a novena, so it, you didn't do anything wrong. But like, if you're expecting miracles, it's like, well, you you could have at least held up your relatively effortless side of the bargain of of saying the novena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. I just burst everyone's bubble, didn't I? You know, burst in bubbles. Bubbles be like that, Zach. They burst. It's true. I guess that's why they're called that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so uh, it begins tomorrow, December it's, the was, first. Yeah, so tomorrow it's called the first Sunday of Advent, and then the next Sunday is called the second Sunday of Advent, mm-hmm. um, and then the third and fourth. So basically, Advent is so there's four Sundays of Advent, and then finally it ends um, with the vigil of Christmas when we transition into the Christmas season, and so okay. um, it's different from Lent. But at the same time, it is still kind of a time of penance. It's just more of a um, anticipatory, you know, prepare the way type penance, um, not a like Christ in the desert type penance. So it, it is a different character. But you'll still see the penitential color purple um, used during Mass. The If some people... You know, there's that, maybe you missed it because you're a convert, but there was that big thing for Lent where people are like, for a while, they were like, instead of giving up things for Lent, why don't you try and do things? Like the active, like, Protestantization of Catholicism. Yeah, the I, I the white suburban effect it. on religion. Where you're like, the, what'd you, maybe what'd you say? the white suburban effect on religion, where you're like, yeah, maybe the 40 days in the woods is actually about being a good neighbor yeah but like, would it be hmm would, would okay. it be fair to say that in advent you're you could maybe get away with something like that if you want because it's like you said a different way like a maybe you know it's not necessarily about the sacrificial stuff that lent is going on you can still do something but like you know this this would be the time to make an effort in a different direction potentially yeah i mean i think that that's you know because you know the liturgical year starts with advent so the first day of the the liturgical year is the first sunday of advent so that could be a good time to pick something up like going to daily mass or or saying a rosary every day or um 
you know, doing act, works of charity, you know, for other people, like service type stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think that would be fine. I, I, in my view, Advent is more of a like, it's just a busier penitential season because, you know, everybody's preparing for Christmas. Um, so, yeah, like, do you ever do anything specific to mark Advent? I've tried to in the past few years. I decided this year, I is it all right to say? Can I tell you what I think I'm going to try and do? Yeah, yeah, please. Be my guest. Because I don't really like talking a ton about what I give up for Lent. But but this is not a give up. I'm, I need to memorize more parts of the Mass in Latin. I want to get, I want to like, my, I'm very, I'm not as up on that as I should be as one of America's two foremost Latin Mass scholars on this podcast. Um, right. But like, I would like to know how to say the confitior and like, uh, even the creed. Like, I don't know how to say the creed. Yeah. So I, I would like to make way on doing that stuff. Well, so the two, the, okay. There's the two easiest ways to do it for anyone who's really wanting to is to become an altar boy or join the choir. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have those options available just because of the time commitment. So. Yeah, I like the idea of just, you know, sitting they close to the front They actually said seat. your your voice is too good to join the choir. Well, right. They're like, unfortunately, um, people are being tempted towards the the vice of, of envy. Yeah, it would be um, wrong. It would be actually be unjust to not pay you for this, and we can't right. pay Right, well, you. no, I think that, like, we couldn't possibly just steal your labor mm-hmm. uh, w- w- with regards to, to you singing the Mass. Mm-hmm. So, um, but... Or, you know, you could go to Mass and sit really close to the front so that you... Because, like, my fear would just be getting your pronunciations wrong. It sounded like a goober. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the uh, the Pieta, IPieta app that we used to talk about a lot um, that will recite different prayers in Latin for you so you can say them back. Um, mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's phonetic, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what that's I would cool. like, I like to, that. That's what I would like to do. I... Um, I, yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, it's, I shouldn't be too hard on myself, but I have been going to the mass long enough where I should know more of it. Yeah. Though I do think there's something trad about not knowing any of the words to the mass. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, you just, you're just like, it's, it's just happening and it doesn't matter. I don't, I don't need to say it. It's going down. Right. Right. You know, the prayers are addressed to God and he's fluent in Latin and so he gets it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, yeah, well, that's cool. I like that. Um, I so I have one of I have the uh, uh, Dom Garen J liturgical year book, mm-hmm. and what I'm wanting to do this Advent is kind of use that as a daily, you know, read through, and that way I can kind of really dive into the season. So I'm gonna just basically try to have that like glued to my hand over the next four and a half weeks or so until Christmas, so that I can you know, pray through that. And then obviously I want to try to make it to daily mass more. Mm-hmm. Av, av. Av, av. Okay. Yeah, so, so, so we have that. So it's not necessarily, you know, it's not as sackcloth and ashes as Lent, but it's nice to do something because the doing thing, like the other said, thing I don't do. Yeah. What are you saying? It, I was saying that doing something in general just kind of keeps your mind in the right, keeps you in the right frame of mind. Right. So at least there are like some making an effort controversies. To... Like what? War on Christmas? 
Yeah. Um, so it's basically, there's a couple. So one of them is Christmas music. Like, can you listen mm-hmm. to Christmas music during Advent? I'm going to come Are down. Are you asking me? Well, you know, let's, well, we're, I, I'm, I'm posing the question. Okay. I, I kind of come down on the side of no. I mean, I think uh, one thing that we had a priest tell us is maybe do it on Sundays. But basically, like, try to hold off your Christmas joy until Christmas, and it'll make the anticipation that much better, and it makes Christmas all that much better. Yeah, so I I think people can should be able, they can listen to Christmas music in May if they want. It doesn't matter to me. But I do like the idea behind uh, giving Christmas Christmas it's entirely separate season besides advent right so like it I mean I took I it took me forever to learn that those are basically two separate things right the Christmas season and the advent season because we're so trained into thinking Christmas is right after Halloween basically but like so yeah I, as far as like the listening like I feel like it doesn't bother me if people listen to Christmas music whenever they want, but also I do like, I really do like the idea of keeping those things separate, at least from the standpoint of just acknowledging that Christmas starts on December 25th and goes right. till it's the like, epiphany. So it's like keep Christ in Christmas and keep Christ out of Advent. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So that's controversy one. I tend to go the route of only listening to it on Sundays uh, mm-hmm. until Christmas. But like today being, because Advent hasn't started, I've been listening to Christmas music for like, you know, a while. Mm-hmm. So I basically only stopped during Advent. Okay, fair enough. Maybe that and can like, be right what, at, you, what you give what? up for Advent. You listen to it constantly the rest of the year, but then you just give it up for uh, Advent. So there you go. Yep. Okay, yep. what's the other, what's the next con- controversy? Controversy. Um, going to festive Christmas celebrations during Advent. Um, so I, I do know, I have very uh, devout and faithful friends who decline uh, invitations during Advent to sell it to do Christmas parties. Yeah, was, uh, that's, that's intense. I know. I respect the commitment. Mm-hmm. I one year I thought about doing it, but then I I just didn't want to say no because I like the person went to all this effort. Yeah, I, I just ended up going anyway. Oh um, wow, the sin of human respect, Zach. Oh, is that probably what that was? I mean, whatever. But continue. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you? I mean, I I guess this is in your case a lot more hypothetical. But if you were invited to a party during <laughs> Advent, um, would you would you go or not go? If I if I didn't want to be invited, I simply would just not have friends, Zach. Um, right. I mean, I guess I would go. I, you, I know you were joking, but like I don't. I haven't gone to a lot of Christmas parties in my life in general. I mean, I went to a few work related, but they were kind of like end of year Christmas parties. But as far as like actual, yeah, the best the best place for people to end up getting me tooed <laughs> yeah um, i'm assuming those are all canceled now since like half of the me too stories involved holiday park Christmas yeah. parties. yeah we went from like uh photocopying your butt on the photocopier to like amping it up way in the extreme but, i know it is sad that was like the thing they're like photocopying your butt and then now like people would be like 
actually I'm traumatized because you did that. Yeah. Well, it'd be worse than that. But it, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, as far, again, it just, it's the same, it's just sign of the times that we're in, right? Like people would think it'd be completely weird to have a Christmas party on January 2nd. Right. But it, that's why they, they but I'm all about it. But they, because they, people are already in the New Year's mode by then. Like we, we have well, kind of. I mean, realistically, like Target starts wa- pulling out Valentine's Day stuff almost as soon as because my my mom at one point was doing stuff with Hallmark and she's like, they're, you know, they basically send in their crew and Christmas is gone and Valentine's Day's up, you know, yeah. as soon as. Um, but, but yeah, no, I. Get but it you. goes, it goes Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. There's no like, it it in. We have to do a lot of shifting around to get people to go Thanksgiving, Advent, Christmas slash New Year's. Like it, it just would take an entire different mindset. So I, I don't know. I'm, if people want to decline, that's perfectly fine. Again, I don't, I don't think there's anything sinful, like mortally sinful, which I guess is not, it's a good judge, but it shouldn't be the judge, right? We should do things because they're correct. But, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. It it uh I'm not as I'm not as too bothered by it. Right. I, I I'm that. being really I'm being really lame. I'm just like, yeah, I'm not bothered. Well, I mean, I think I think that the thing is is that with pious traditions and observances like these, like the point is to um help you to I mean, you know, the, the point of the liturgical year is to sort of enter into the life of Christ and mm-hmm. to make your life more centered around the mass right. and God. Um, they're not really designed for you to be like constantly nagging your family and friends about, you know, how they're observing things and, and this and that. Like it's, you know, I'm not saying you need to be a salesman about this stuff, but like, you know, don't, you know, if you're, if you, if, if, you know, if for your, and there's not very many people who even do this. So, you know, we can't really be talking about you, but if, if, if you, if your decision in Advent is to, you know, not do partying and not do, Christmas stuff because you really want to wait. You know, I would just be discreet when you turn things down and don't be like, "Well, unfortunately, I'm a real Christian, and so I don't celebrate Christmas during Advent." <laughs> I don't think anyone's doing that. Yeah, but um, you know, you want to make sure that these don't just become kind of a, you know, a weird kind of contest mentality. But I don't really know any trads that do that. Most of them, you know, I mean. You know, Santa Claus, beloved Santa Claus, doesn't visit most of the houses of the people at my parish. And, you know, the ones that he does, nobody criticizes them or um, anything like that. And, you know, Haley Stewart just put up an article about, you know, why Santa Claus doesn't come to her house. And she's not, you know, out here picketing people who do. Mm -hmm. She just kind of says, you know, we, we have we have much more exciting things from the tradition that you know, in comparison, yeah. Santa Claus, Santa Claus doesn't have much to offer our family. So we, we just, you know, Santa Claus isn't going to come visit my house until someone gets that fat man, a Peloton. Clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a, this is a Peloton house, buddy. Yeah. Clearly. Must be this wide, must be this wide to enter. Right. We actually have a deal with Peloton. So if you go to their website, you can purchase one. Uh, just use your credit card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go sign up. If you sign up for our Patreon and give us money, it allows you to go to Peloton and give them money. Uh, 
it's they're completely separate but also related uh okay yeah like uh was that the next was the santa claus thing the controversy or is there a is there a third controversy different controversy um, no, that wasn't the, the, so the other one, it's not so much a controversy, just an interesting note. So, um, you know, with feast days being like big days of celebration and making merry, Christmas is obviously one of the you know biggest ones of the year. The feasts often have a vigil and vigils are normally days of fasting and abstinence. Um, so Christmas Eve would be like the vigil of Christmas and it was kind of, you know, traditionally observed as a day of fasting um, and I know a lot of families who still observe this um, my family has you know always had our big Christmas dinner on Christmas Eve um, and so you know my once I have children and we're celebrating at my house that'll probably change but um, until then uh, we do it then so we don't really observe this but a lot of families the tradition was to actually have fish on Christmas Eve and to basically fast oh wow yeah Okay. Do you my, do that? You're cradle Catholic. Had, had you ever heard of that? No, my parents have been getting into eating fish a lot more recently in recent years. I think it's unrelated, but you know what? Uh, if they're listening it's to this. It's probably a sign. It's a sign of becoming holier. Uh, that's probably what it is. They, uh, uh, they, they're probably like, you can probably talk them into that pretty easily because it's like something they already do already. And they're, they're like, uh, they asked me, they say, do you want some of this? We're going to buy salmon. Do you want salmon? Do you want to eat salmon tonight? And I say, no, I prefer only animals that are shot up with steroids and put in cages, but that's just me. Uh, you know, well, is, is just, it, uh, is it wild my, salmon or, uh, I don't know. I, you know, it probably is, but you know, maybe you, you know, don't we'll see. Know. We'll is it local? I have no i I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> did it live a fulfilling salmon life? Yeah did it Did it have lots of salmon babies? Um, we always have roast beast. Just kidding, but that's what they have in uh, the Grinch. I know they they do that in Harry Potter too. I think J.K. Rowling stole that from the Grinch. That reminds me, I have this like thought about you know the library of alexandria and everyone freaks out because it got burned mm-hmm. imagine if like it turns out it was actually just 100 percent young adult fiction <laughs> yeah yeah that would be uh like it was all just like vampires hooking up with teens and all this stuff what if they what if it, it had all the books we have now but we didn't know it it's just you know history just repeating itself or like some people have discovered it and then they've just been like slowly re-releasing them and taking credit. Like that movie where that one dude is the only one who knows all the Beatles songs. You always tell me, I need to see this movie. You've told me about it. Okay. You know, we talk, we talk enough. What's it called? Like yesterday or something. The movie. Uh, Oh, like the Beatles song. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, uh, those are the, those are the very, those are the non Starbucks only coming out with red cup controversies about Advent. Yes. 
I haven't seen a lot of fake controversy about the Starbucks cup. I tried to stir it up because the cups are black this year, mm-hmm. uh, or at least the one I've had was. And so I tried to stir it up by saying like, wow, the new Starbucks cups are all black and they just say God's not real on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Chick- it, it didn't... Chick-fil-A really, we they kind of took the outrage. The Chick-fil-A kind of stepped in and was like, well, we'll take it from here this year. Yeah, I saw like, a, what's his name? Charlie Kirk, the TPUSA guy. Yeah. Um, I saw a thing where he was like, Chick-fil-A has betrayed us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, man. You hate to see it. Um, you know, yeah. as Catholics, uh, I, I just go ahead and put out there that I, 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 I understand that their reasoning was not anything to do with this, but the Salvation Army is actually like a Protestant church. It's not just some nonprofit. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy to to see less money going to them. Right. Uh, I, I know that Chick-fil-A wasn't doing this out of, you know, belief in Christ's divine right to establish the Catholic church. Um, but, uh, you know, some, a, a stopped clock is, is right once a day, unless it's in military time <laughs> or twice yeah. a day. Hello. Yeah. Twice a day. Um, yeah. So there we go. It, uh, we, you know, it's this is the time of year where you get all these holidays just jammed back to back to back. So throw yes. on throw on throw on an extra an extra sweater just in case you don't get a Peloton and you throw on the pounds and uh, oh, the sweater weather. The sweater will hide that. Oh, I was going to make a joke. I I think I really made like missed the opportunity uh, to make a joke. We already talked about Kamal Harris, but you know how people refer to this time as cuffing season. I w- no, I've never heard that. You've never heard cuffing season? No. It's like where you, like, people always talk about where, like, you just get, you just start, like, dating someone just so you'll have someone to cuddle during the cold weather. Obviously, oh, we don't, okay. encur- we, we, we don't by any means encourage that here, but it's called cuffing yeah, season. Yeah, only, you, only cuddle with your homies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I was going to make a joke about how Kamala Harris got really excited that it was cuffing season until she found out it wasn't <laughs> until she found out what it was. Do we think do we think I missed the boat on that? Um, I think I think that should go on the timeline. Put that on the TL. Okay. I'll I'll Google when is cuffing season just to make sure. Oh, it generally occurs from no October to March. Oh, so wow. I'm, I'm a little late, but I can I can I can whip up something here. Um, you can do it. I trust you. Thank you. All right, uh, Saint of the Week. Saint of the Week. Saint John of the Cross. It's is our Saint of the Week, and I picked him because not only is his feast day this week, which is the main requirement. I bought the completed works of Saint John of the Cross a few years ago, Zach. Okay. He, he's, All right. He is. I think he's one of. He's known as one of the. He's like the one of the foremost writers and poets, in Catholic writings. Right. Like his writings are not generally very easy. Like it's it's tougher stuff. Right. Have you read yeah, any? Yeah. It's stuff? like, it's a yeah. I think if you were to compare it, compare and contrast it to young adult fiction, is it harder? <laughs> <laughs> but. 
I, I bought it and I was all excited because I was like going to be able to tell everyone how smart I was because I was reading this thing. Uh, it doesn't have page numbers, Zach, at all. And I don't know about really? you. But oh, are the paragraphs numbered though? No. There is no oh. distinguishing marks except for like chapter headings. So Okay. Well, that is hard then. Oh, it immediately I ha I didn't go back. I still own it and I haven't read it cuz I'm looking for thing cuz it it just immediately played mind games with me cuz I didn't know where I was. I would like had a would have a hard time you know, I so like, one thing I do but... is I just take a yeah I just take like a piece of paper or cardboard uh, and I, I place it um, in the book when I where I left off. Some refer to that as a bookmark. Yeah yeah, yeah. no I'll I'll have to look into one of those things. But the point is when it w- no numbers on the pages just instantly I they played it's psychological they played mind games with me and I lost Zach the book won. Boy howdy did the book win okay. Books be winning. Books be winning. St. John of the Cross. Pray for us. I'm wait um we're not done yet. He was born in fifteen forty two in Spain. He died okay. at the age of forty nine in fifteen ninety one, also in Spain. Beatified sixteen forty five, January twenty fifth by Pope Clement the tenth. Canonized on December twenty seventh. 1726 by Pope Benedict the 13th feast day November 24th he is the patron of contemplative life contemplatives mystic theology mystics and Spanish poetry or Spanish poets Spanish poetry oh Spanish poets different totally different totally completely different the poet not for the poetry uh, instead of going through his life like I normally do, I want to talk about his veneration. The morning after St. John of the Cross's death, huge numbers of townspeople in Ubeda, where he died in Spain, entered the monasti- monastery to view his body. In the crush, many were able to take home bits of his habit. He was initially buried at Ubeda, but at the request of the monastery in Segovia, his body was secretly moved there in 1593, so two years after his death. Don't you hate when Segovia interferes with what you're trying to do? They, Yeah, they, someone should look into that. The people of Ubeda, how, however, unhappy at this change, sent a representative to petition the Pope to move the body back to its original resting place. Pope Clement XIII, impressed by the petition, issued a brief on October 15, 1596, ordering the return of the body to Ubeda. Eventually, in a compromise, the superiors of the discalced Carmelites decided that the monastery at Ubeda would receive one leg and one arm of the corpse from Segovia. The monastery at Ubeda had already kept one leg in 1593, and the other arm had been removed as the corpse passed through Madrid in 1593 to form a relic there. A hand and a leg remain invisible. Invisible? No, they remain very visible. A hand and a leg remain visible in a reliquary at the oratory of San Juan de la Cruz in Ubeda, a monastery built in 1627. 
though connected to the original Discalced Monastery in the town founded in 1584. The head and the torso were retained by the monastery at Segovia. They were venerated until 1647, when on orders from Rome designated to prevent the veneration of remains without official approval, the remains were buried in the ground. In, 19, in the 1930s, they were disinterred and now seated in a side chapel. Sorry, my eyes just went out. Now seated wow. in a side chapel. Turn those back on. In, in a marble case above a special altar. So a very special altar. A special altar. Did you yeah, say very, very special? special? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they, so uh, the reason this is interesting is it's sort of like what w- what's been happening with Fulton Sheen, but also not because his body is still intact from what I know. But I just thought it was interesting that they were passing around. Like the fight between New York and Peoria. Yeah. but they So they were passing around uh, bits and pieces of St. John of the Cross. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That's all I got that for you, Zach. Well, St. John of the Cross, pray for us. Matt, read his book so you can you can kind of walk me through it. Yeah. We'll do a, the TLDR version. We'll do a... 40,000 episode episode podcast series on it. Yes. Yes. All right. I'm down. Uh, Cool. Anything else, Zach? Um, Well, no. Have a blessed Advent, everybody. Uh, We'll be praying for you. Pray for us. And uh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Stay woke. Have a good week. 